0: Oh, <laughs>
1: Guys, welcome to the show. This is Bad Sports. I'm your host, Mark Bradford. Eric Grundy is dead.
0: Actually Oh, yeah, never I'm, mind. Sorry. How's it going? Good, how are you? You know, I almost died today, actually. Did you? It's kind of funny happened? you said that. Did um, you look
1: yourself in the mirror and you're like not feeling it anymore?
0: No, I just I almost I joked on my own spit. You choked on your own
1: spit. (laughs) That's probably how I would die if I was going to die.
0: It's going to be something uh, pathetic. He just choked on his spit. That
1: happened to me one time when Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers came out. I was eating sprees and I started choking on my own spit. And I was trying to contain it so I would not disrupt the movie. So I was was like... (laughs) 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 Oh my God. And, uh, yeah, I had tears That's pouring lot- from my eyes, and I got really lightheaded and dizzy. What happened? Did you eventually get out of there? No, I, I toughed it out, dude. What? It was Lord of the Rings of Two Towers. That's, like, toughing it out. There's was that part where Legolas swings up on that horse, and if I had left, I would have missed that, and that was the best part of that movie.
0: <laughs> that is correct.
1: Okay. Was
0: that during, like, the Hell's Deep scenes? What was that?
1: Helm's Deep. No, it was uh, it, it was the point... Like midway through the movie when Legolas is like I don't know, some type of almost like a montage, but oh, okay. There's a his horse is running up behind him. He or he shoots an arrow at the same time his horse is running up behind him, then he just turns around, grabs the horse's harness and oh, flips up on it. No,
0: that I know what scene that was. That's when they're fighting the wolves, right? Uh I I will just say so. The, okay. Surprise, this is a Lord of the Rings podcast. Yeah, Lord of the Rings breakdown. We're going to be breaking down the whole two towers today. (laughs) Uh, We could do that. Yeah, you know what? Fuck our (laughs) show notes. We'll just break down Lord of the Rings. No, a lot to dive into. Uh, We're going to talk about David Ortiz being inducted to the the MLB Hall of
1: Fame. Congrats. I I saw the video of... The guy from, what is it, Cooper, Cooperstown, right? Well, I always want to say Coopersville, but that's in Michigan. Yeah. I saw a video of the guy from Cooperstown calling him on his phone, and I, the shirt that David Ortiz was wearing is like was like the ultimate like rich guy, fuck you money shirt, like the most ultimate shirt you could buy, the most complicated pattern. Yeah? Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it was, it was pretty cool. Was it like, what kind of material was it? Uh, it looked like it was made out of nothing but pure silk. Yeah, super.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's big poppy. You know
1: that he can wear whatever the fuck he wants. Sure can. Especially when it probably costs like eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah.
0: So let's talk about that. He was inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame,
1: but definitely deserved. Yeah, absolutely. He's one of the greats. Um his MLB accomplishments are impressive to say the least. 5 top 5 MVP finishes, 10 All-Star game appearances, 3 World Series titles with positively ludicrous postseason batting records and 541 career home runs. He was 500 clubs pretty big deal. I think the, <clears throat> I don't know, I maybe like less than 20 batters have done it, I think. Probably
0: the most feared batter from the mound. I would like anytime, especially in the postseason, anytime it was late in the game and Big Poppy was up, you just fucking knew something was gonna happen. And that's why I mean, he's the best. They won World Series. He's done it all. But let's talk about who wasn't in the Hall of Fame. Do you wanna We were talking about this beforehand. We were talking about Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, and you said they're there, there's no well, way Roger they,
1: Clemens is well, probably the most accomplished pitcher of all time. And
0: they they will not only did they not make the Hall of Fame, they will never be in the Hall. Yeah. Of
1: Fame. They ran out of eligibility. I think there is still one way to get in. I forget what that is. Sounds very complicated. <clears throat> um but yeah, they so you have to get a 75% majority vote. Both of them fell about 10% short Damn. due to their connections with PEDs. Um both but it's tough it's tough to like cuz the MLB Hall of Fame is supposed to tell the story of baseball and it's tough to tell the story of baseball if you have the home run leader not in it you know and the you know potentially the best one of the best pitchers of this generation for sure seven-time Cy Young winner Roger Clemens it seems strange that three
0: of these players are absolutely legendary in the sport and I it kind of it's
1: by th- it's the third one are you talking about Pete Rose
0: I oh, was talking about well it came down to like David Ortiz Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens uh, well they it, all could
1: have gotten in. it, it didn't come down to it okay
0: well then why it seems like we shouldn't even be talking about that you know Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens deserve to be in there
1: uh, the thing is is like Sammy Sosa won't be in it either because of his connection Damn. to so, PEDs. Um, but there's, those are just the guys that got caught. I mean, yeah. I can't say, I mean, I, you can't say for sure that, I mean, David Ortiz never tested positive, but I'm sure Lance Armstrong didn't test positive for the longest time.
0: No. And that's what it makes me think of the whole lamps, Lance, Lance Armstrong, lamps, situation.
1: Armstrong, <laughs> lamps, dude, that's a sure. good name for my lamp. I'm going to get a new lamp. Name at lamps, Armstrong, We can name that the episode lamps, Armstrong, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh well, that's the like the Lance Armstrong effect, right? Where everyone you just when you think of that name, he's the American cyclist who won the Tour de France. When people how many times of, seven a uh, lot. Uh, he had I think he has a record. I'll look into that. But anyways, when especially in the cycling community, when the when you bring that name up, um, it's kind of like that. It's like Lord Voldemort. Like, you don't talk about him. They don't. He's kind of. They think of him as like the villain who kind of defied the sport because he was caught using uh... he was doping. Everybody and was doing it in the cycling but that, community. But that's the, thing. the only way when if you, you beat- if you hear him out and kind of hear his story and just like also just look at cycling in that era, everyone was doing it. like he said the first the top twenty five guys that finished in the Tour de France all got busted eventually. <laughs> so in that back to Barry Bonds though. I, I kind of fell into that spell. I was, I kind of thought of Barry Bonds as this guy who shouldn't be praised because he was cheating. But <clears throat> when you sit back and realize that every, everyone was cheating and that he, like, he still stood out.
1: But you, you want to see this is well, not, something not that everyone, but a good majority of <laughs> them. what's strange is, uh, so David Ortiz got an on base percentage of like 380, I believe. Um, if you take away every single one of Barry Bonds' home runs, if you changed all of his home runs, turned all of his home runs into outs, his on-base percentage is still about seven points higher than David Ortiz's. That's incredible. So, I mean, it's it's kind of tough because PEDs don't help you see the ball or, like, read the pitches any better. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously.
0: You still have to – and even, it's not even about hitting it. So, it's, you still have it's to to tough play for me to, too. like –
1: it's tough for me to feel bad for Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think you also have to bring up Pete Rose too, which I think he definitely should be in, but he's out just for gambling. But he's Oof. could be the, arguably the best hitter in baseball history. Do you think that for average should hitter, be the
0: – Well, I know they're probably trying to keep in mind of their image and their reputation, but do you think – He never bet against his team. Really? He only bet for his team.
1: Oh well. So so obvious, so I outward.
0: don't think I still don't think players should be able to bet, but I guess that's le- that's not that could it could be worse. Like that's still if you were gonna gamble, that's the
1: ethical I mean, way to do it. I guess players right? definitely shouldn't be able to gamble, but no, like, like a coach, be. you know, he's not playing.
0: At least it shows he wasn't purposely throwing. You can still respect yeah. that.
1: As a coach, you can't really purposely throw a game either. There's so much. It's like yeah. the player. It's really player dependent.
0: Yeah. I think the MLB. It would be nice to see them separate the players' personal lives. They should from their have a PED league, or maybe put an asterisk next, to or year, just you know? let
1: everybody do it. That'd be awesome. It'd Be
0: way more. Interesting. <laughs> you hear comedians joke about that all the time, but it sounds guys. right. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna support that. But it would, if somehow I will. I'll support it, it at 100. I'll so support I definitely it 100. I'll watch it for sure. That would be yeah. insane. I think that's a what Daniel Tosh or. Some comedian was just like, "Let them all do it. Let's see what they could do.
1: <laughs> Give them aluminum bats too. Let them play Bro, a game. And, of oh just my god! It'd be bats. Like,
0: wouldn't they hit home runs like every other?
1: Uh, they, high they probably wouldn't hit home runs every other one. They'd hit, definitely hit a lot of like fly balls that have more potential to go out. But what I would be really curious about is how much faster they, how much harder. They I would, would hit be the ball. I like d- exit velocity of, like 120 miles per hour."
0: I think the pitchers would be at risk more. I think it would be... Well, no,
1: shit. Everyone would be at risk more. Imagine being a third
0: baseman. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. That would make baseball ten times more intense. Well, I mean, the third baseman gets... Well, the pitcher is only 60 feet away.
0: I'm always... Like, I'm curious when they're going to find a way to protect their pitchers more because I know some of them... It doesn't happen that often, but every now and again, someone gets, like... Severely injured from taking a ball, like a a bat or a hit to the yeah head or something, mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and you could go blind. That'd be crazy. I
0: know. Like, I've seen it, and I've also seen they did come out with like a hat that has like padding, but it doesn't. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Looks a lot like of players that, don't want to uh, wear it.
1: I remember there was a baseball game with a cheat code of giant hats. All your players would have giant comical hats. I imagine that's what those padded hats would look like. Yeah, they did.
0: All right, let's jump into some NHL news, shall we? So the Buffalo Sabres goaltender Aaron Dell received a three-game suspension for Three
1: games? I didn't even think it was that bad.
0: He hit the Ottawa forward, Drake Batherson. Now, if you watch it, it definitely should have... I mean, he. It looked intentional, and it looked like it should. They're definitely called for some punishment, but the question is, was the three-game suspension a little too excessive? Like, was that too probably? Maybe they're trying to send a message. But so, basically, um, Aaron Dell was uh in the net, and his teammate had the puck coming around, and he kind of like. I love your breakdowns. He skated towards the right of the net, like kind of standing on the cusp of it. And as uh, the forward, Drake Matheson was, fo- he didn't have the puck, but he was following his opponent. He was in pursuit of the puck. In pursuit of the puck, but did not have possession of it. Uh, the goaltender just kind of leaned his shoulder and it just checked him. Yeah, it current. was very
1: blatant.
0: And it looked like he was down for a little bit, and too. Especially looks-
1: for a goalie to do that because, no, you're not going to get jumped by. And you're not the only person who can really fight you. And have everybody be okay with it is the other goalie.
0: That's what I love about hockey. Like nobody, the,
1: Nobody's going to... Like, he did it probably because he knew nobody would hit him. For sure. Nobody would retaliate. Absolutely. But three games is a little bit much. It is hockey. It did put the guy in a, a... What is it? Like, the way he was hit that close to the boards, it did send him into the boards, like, kind of feet first. That, and he had no idea it was
0: coming. He was completely caught off guard, as, I mean, I'm sure a lot of hits in the NHL, but he was, it just seemed like he got, he hit the ground pretty quick and he was down for a little bit. I don't think it should have been three games. Maybe, maybe I'd say like a game. I mean, when you're in that, the three is pretty,
1: the trapezoid behind the net, that's sort of like, kind of like a protected area for the goalie. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think the goalie might've thought that he would get away with it or I don't think he expected a three game suspension because I definitely didn't.
0: I def he certainly like he probably felt privileged knowing that his team would fuck that guy up if he did retaliate, and that that's what I love about hockey is that there's official rules that you could that you know there's they're in the rule book and they're there, but then there's like there's other like uh, non-spoken rules that like you wouldn't know unless you were actually playing. Like for example, he, no one can really hit the goalie. Unless it's the other goalie, like you said. Yeah, and that's like in, in a fight, I mean. And it's funny because like, the opposing team will totally let that happen. Like, if they saw the other goalie come up and just say, I mean, start I've, I've never brother.
1: seen a skater fight a goalie.
0: No, that's usually frowned upon. They don't allow that unless it's the other goalie. And I love that. I Like, like I love that. Which almost
1: that the, never happens.
0: No, but when it does, it's cool. And it has, it's a spectacle. And I love that about hockey. All right. So, the Blackhawks defeated the Red Wings eight to five. They were led by Dylan Stroms, who had a hat trick. And now the Red Wings are they're below five hundred. And you know, I believe the Blackhawks aren't doing that well either. Both neither team they're having an okay I season. Mean,
1: it, uh, to score five goals and lose, you can't really be mad at it. You can be upset at your goalie and maybe your defense, but...
0: <clears throat> I'm very concerned about the Red Wings' defense giving up eight goals. Uh, I know our goaltenders aren't the greatest, but I I think that defense needs a lot of work. Mord Sider's doing well, and he is probably the best defender on our team, but... No, we really got to... That's been the... I think we got the, the, the talent to score goals. I just don't... If the Red Wings want to be successful again, they need def- defense and a strong goaltender yeah but we'll see we'll keep an eye on i went that. to the griffins game last night that was pretty fun
1: yeah a good was it. we lost one to nothing but it was a good game
0: do you know how the griffins are doing
1: uh i think they're about three games under 500 mm, that's too bad there was a guy in front of me with a giant ipad that was watching the red wings game too so that was kind of fun wow yeah his kids were shitty though they were throwing stuff around it was annoying and he was just watching his iPad and then watching the hockey game in front of him it's ironic usually they put
0: the iPad in front of the kids yeah well I expect a couple bad seasons from the Griffins we've been spoiled in the past with their success they've won the Calder championship before but I'd still like to go support them twice Mm -hmm. yeah I'll go to a Griffins game even if they are having a losing season
1: yeah it's always fun It's, like, probably the best fan base in AHL. Definitely, like, top three of the arenas. There's some some AHL arenas that are only, like, 3,000 seats.
0: Like, small. I know. I know. We we make them look like shit. We got the Van Andel Arena. All right. In other news, the Calgary Flames... They set a team record of 62 shots on goal against the Columbus Blue Jackets. They defeated them six to zero.
1: When I played in high school, we would give up 62 shots regularly. We call Not that we, we call that a Tuesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you play for Union, right?
1: Did you guys were Union, you a joint team? Yeah, Union Ottawa.
0: Union in Ottawa. The yeah. UO. O U. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's it's tough. It's tough of playing for uh inner city school like that. <coughs> so the Flames, they set their team record of sixty-two shots on goal. That was the most by a visiting team in the regular season since they began keeping track of the uh that stat since like I think that was, they started that in nineteen fifty five. Now ironically, the all time record is held by the Tampa Bay Lightning with eighty eight shots on goal. That was during the playoff game against th- none other than the Blue Jackets. <laughs> so their Blue Jackets are just giving up <laughs> records left and right. But that was during their uh, that five-overtime game the, in the playoffs.
1: The 88 shots. Oh, yeah, that's right, 5 they, had, they.
0: I want to say they had like 188 shots in overall, but 88 shots on goal. And that and that same game the blue jackets goaltender corpusello saved a playoff record 85 saves during that game my god but
1: did they win i doubt it
0: no the no they lost in overtime the tampa bay lightning won i believe 3 to 2 i remember that that's fucking crazy so that Out was obviously five a playoff overtime game. playoff game yeah
1: i remember i watched the red wings play like three or four overtimes against the penguins in like 2008 my mom let me stay home from school the next day. Wow. What a yeah, life. she's pretty cool. Yeah. Did they win? No, I don't Damn think so. It. I think it might have been against the Penguins. It was either. Uh, yeah, I think it was I miss that
0: Pittsburgh. rivalry. It's not the same as it used to be. No, and neither, now are, it's the, us neither and the are the Red Wings.
1: It's, we were spoiled for way too long.
0: Yes, we were. We were. And in the last bit of NHL news, the Colorado Avalanche defeated the Bruins 4-3 to for their 17th straight home win. Wow. They, the Avalanche are on fire right now. They lead the West Conference 3R with a record of 30-8-3. And and so, Colorado fans, look at you. They're back. Avalanche are back. You know, and I don't, as a Red Wing fan, personally, like, I don't hate them. Like, I know we had a rivalry with them, but, like...
1: I'd be, I'm happy to see the. Yeah, none come of back. that. I mean, none of the rivalries in hockey are really the same anymore. No, but good for them.
0: Up next in the NBA, Devin Booker leads the Suns to eighth straight win at their eighth straight win with 43 Shout points. Shout out, Devin Booker. Yeah, Grand Rapids native, Devin Booker. The Suns defeated the Jazz 105 to 97. Booker had 43 points. He was 16 Damn. for 28. On the field, 2 for 6, 3-pointers, and 9 for 11 in free throws. Fucking awesome. I think the Suns are going to be, as long as Paul and Booker are on the same team together, I think they're going to be pretty dominant. They're doing pretty good right now. I'd like to see them win a championship. Devin Booker's from Grand Rapids, our hometown. And that'd be really cool to see that. I remember watching him in Kentucky when he played in college. And he wasn't even on the starting five. And I was following the tournament that year because um, uh, Notre Dame and Wisconsin were going pretty far. And I wanted them to go. I wanted one of them to like go to the finals. And Kentucky defeated Notre Dame. And I remember watching Devin Booker. And he wasn't even a freaking starter. He was on the Come bench. Up. And now look at him. He's in the NBA putting up 43 points.
1: He was... Uh wasn't he like Mr. Basketball for the state when he was in high school?
0: Or most likely, man, he played for Granville, I believe. The Grizzlies, Ja Morant, scored forty-one points in their win over the Spurs, one hundred eighteen to one ten.
1: I really like Ja Morant. I did too. That he's guy, got the coolest name in all of basketball. Absolutely. What's up, Ja? Ja, doing good. Ja, doing great.
0: He just goes Ja. Ja um he's also just uh electrifying on the court that guy is the second the first time i saw him play i was like this kid's gonna be a fucking star i mean i'm Dude, actually he can jump the, so high i'm ruined for the grizzlies i always liked them i thought they were cool even when i was a kid i like the logo i don't
1: get how he can he can jump that high because he's not built that differently than like say i mean he's not built that differently that's than hussy. me that's he? Know, he's you know? taller than me for sure, but oh. even if he was my height, then he, could, he could still dip his elbow. Yeah, no,
0: jumping is a skill. I've seen there's people who are pretty sure that he puts that his can head dunk.
1: like above the base of the backboard. That's just insane to me.
0: Yeah, I'm rooting for the Grizzlies. I want to see them go far. I'd also be happy to see them make it to the finals and win a championship. Imagine that. How many? Do you think John Morant will ever? Do you think John Morant or Devin Booker? Do you think either of them will win a championship in their lifetime? Or I should say, like, career.
1: Do you, uh, do you mean with the team they're with now or just at any point? Just in general, at any point. I don't know. I think Devin Booker is a superstar um, right now. But with the Suns, I mean, I, I guess I'm not too familiar with the Suns. But, I mean, did they go deep? They went pretty deep into the yeah, last year, the champion conference championship. Yeah. It's tough to – I mean, I'm not going to say that. I guess it's not out of question for him to even win one. I think Booker signs. has a
0: better chance than John Morant. He's the only big name on the Grizzlies that I can think of. Although maybe there's, there. Well, the Grizzlies are doing great, so I'm sure there's a few other talented players that I just don't know off the top of my head. But, I mean, look at the Bucks. They, they had a couple. They had uh, you know, Giannis, but everyone else was just a great team player. Now, yeah.
1: That's all we got for the NBA. Up Not nice. a whole lot happened in the past couple days since we recorded.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay.
1: But the NBA is still, you know, what? Still got like 30 games left.
0: Yeah. Well, there's 30, a lot of news going so. on in the sports world, too. Including in the NFL, the New Orleans Saints coach you know Sean Payton. Uh, do, you I s- said, do you
1: say it like that? New Orleans? The New Orleans? Yeah. It's better like that. You just sound like a tourist. New Orleans. New Orleans. We took vacation down to New Orleans. (laughs) And boy, was it warm. Sean Payne retires
0: from the Saints after 16 years with the franchise.
1: That's a long time.
0: And I remember as a kid, before Sean Payne went to the Saints, they were fucking ass. They were the worst. they were Your the were, I remember the I watched the Lions beat them, I'm pretty sure, way back. Oh yeah. Way back in the day before Sean Payne was there. And I was like, damn, the Saints are fucking garbage. And then next thing you know, Sean Payne shows up and he's the best coach they've ever had. Best coach in franchise history. He holds a record for the longest and most successful coach. sure
1: run. Drew Brees had a lot to do with that. Who's that again? No. Who's did you ever see the video of that reporter Detroit. trying to wipe his birthmark off of his face? What? So he was uh, doing a post-game interview, and he has a birthmark on his cheek. And honestly, it does look like a big smidge of dirt, big dirt <laughs> smudge. And uh, the female reporter <laughs> just tried to wipe it off his cheek, and he goes, uh, that's a birthmark. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty fucking funny. Ugh.
0: <laughs> uh. that no they were a great duo they've they they uh won a super bowl together in 2010 champagne's overall record was 152 and 89 with 10 winning seasons that's pretty good that's stellar it's fucking unbelievable and after it's funny because he retired and now if you go And look at the NFL news now all you hear is like just rumors that he's not retired and he's gonna just go back for some reason there's ties with him and Jerry Jones everyone thinks that the Cowboys are gonna scoop him up and fire McCarthy and get Sean Payton in there
1: did you ever see that video of Jerry Jones kissing his brother
0: I did they did it first before Uh, their wives.
1: kiss your brother before your wife yeah, go. Cool. It's weird. I'm not kissing my brother ever. We'll Mm-mm. share that on
0: our Facebook. Go check it out. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I'm sorry,
1: you don't kiss your brother on the mouth. Me neither.
0: So they're in the press box, and the camera zooms up, and both they're they're there with their wives, they're and like, both Yay. of their wives like, they're celebrating from a, like winning the game or a touchdown or something. And they're both
1: wives, dude. If that's what they do after a touchdown, imagine what they do after (laughs) they win. It was just the
0: first score of the game, and they were kissing. They're like, "Mwah!" They all went to celebrate, and both wives turned to their husband to get like uh, just to
1: celebrate. But no, instead, Jerry Jones turned and kissed his brother on the lips. Yeah, it almost looked like they both psyched out their wives and they kissed each other instead. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Who would be expecting that? You don't. You have
0: brothers. You don't kiss your brothers. No. If your team won a game, mm. would you? Would you guys? Well, out Michigan? What if Michigan won the national championship? You guys were
1: super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones would. I don't even, yeah, Jerry Jones would. I don't. I don't want to. One of them listens to this. So. <laughs> In other news, at least one of them.
0: I mean. The Chicago Bears, they hired Chiefs Executive of Player Personnel Ryan Poles, and they also hired Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. So my thoughts on this are the Bears just hired be a defensive-minded coach. and okay.
1: I got to be honest, this is more where you come in.
0: Yeah, no, I got it. I'll just keep it brief. I'll learn from you. Uh, I don't know how he, Matt Eberflus Eberflus is going to do as a head coach and a like a play caller. I'm sure the defense is going to be great cuz he did a great job at the Colts. They have a very I think that's the best part of their team is their defense. Yeah. They had one of the best linebackers. So their defense is going to be strong. I'm just concerned whether or not They had one of Justin the best linebackers Fields, this
1: past season. Like yeah, uh, okay. What well, was his name?
0: Um I can't remember. I have the top of my head. Something. My bad. Funny. I shouldn't have asked. I put. You the Anyways, spot. the Bears. They're gonna. I think they're gonna be solid. I think he's gonna turn their defense around. I'm just concerned whether or not he's gonna develop their quarterback, Justin Fields.
1: Another Ohio State bust. Can't say I'm surprised.
0: Hmm. You're labeling him as a bust, huh?
1: I'm just listening to other Bears fans, man.
0: Do they not like him? Bears community? Right no, into us. Tell so. us what you
1: think about Justin Fields.
0: I think, from what I've seen, yeah,
1: not all of it was pretty, but he. I'm the- just saying, Bears fans called Matt Stafford trash for all those years for a team that has had dog shit quarterbacks for like the past <laughs> 10 years. Fuck off. But y'all don't say that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I'm. I still have hope in Justin Fields. I guess hope isn't like I, I'm going to give him another chance. I don't have. That's not. I don't want to make it sound like I'm hoping for him to do well. I don't really care. But I still think he has potential if he's got the right coach. We'll see if Ibrulus uh, can develop him. I don't know. Help him. Help his um, progression.
1: Yeah, I, I was just looking up the years that the guys looking up their quarterbacks over the past few years.
0: Jay Cutler, bro. He's Jay a legend. Cutler,
1: a team that had a starting quarterback by the name of Brandon Hoyer. and They had the nerve to call Matt Stafford trash.
0: Wait, Brian Hoyer.
1: Brian Hoyer. What did yeah. I say?
0: Brandon. Brandon? Might as well be. Hey,
1: pull the Grundy. Sorry.
0: I'm just, uh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, speaking of Matt Stafford, I didn't realize this right away, but there's this huge huge rift between lions fans right now not that anyone fucking cares or maybe you do maybe you hate the Lions, but we're always eating each other up like like lions fans are just they eat themselves they hate each other because <laughs> they their franchises hasn't been the best but right now there's this huge debate of whether or not you should be like if you're if you root for matt stafford you're an idiot like, they re- still resent you, even though he's successful. They're like, Lions fans are like, why would you root for Matt Stafford? Why would you want him to be successful? Because
1: he's my quarterback.
0: It's only going to make us look more worse, more terrible.
1: We do a good enough job of that already, so. Yeah. I think Matt Stafford doing what he's doing now is one of the is, is one of the good things that I'm getting out of the football season this year.
0: There's a few big radio personalities that are – going off just saying that fuck Matt Stafford if, like all of you Lions fans that are rooting for him like you don't know what you're doing you're like why would you even dude, want to do that? dude Michigan Sports Radio
1: in general kind of sucks
0: I'm not impressed
1: well, there's there's.
0: that's why we started this podcast <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish Matt Stafford the best of luck and I would not be ashamed at all if he calling to calling you out
1: huge show your predictions are always wrong you don't like huge no his even predictions are always wrong and then he gives you Ten reasons of why it didn't go his way, or why why his prediction didn't pan out.
0: I'm gonna try and keep same track thing of with every uh, single what's, prediction what are, what are I make. The f- I'm what are two the f- for two right now. What
1: are the other three guys? To-
0: I was referring to someone on the ticket, I believe, which is a show in Detroit. Um, I don't even know the guy's fucking name. I forgot, but he was going off saying that like you should be ashamed if you're rooting for Stafford. Like, like it was kind of like implying you're not a real Lions fan if you root for him. I don't know. I think it's all dumb. I don't care. If you don't like Stafford, whatever. Who cares? If you do, good on you. I'm rooting for him too. I think, uh, I hope he wins the Super Bowl. I hope he wins the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, get over it. And then it. pulls a LeBron
1: and comes back to Detroit. That's LeBron. probably never going <laughs> to Come on, LeBron. <laughs> or come on, Matt Stafford. So the Rams tried to make an effort to stop 49ers fans or pretty much anybody. With a credit card outside of the L.A. zone or whatever, what do they call that? City lines. City city lines or without a I Los said. Angeles zip code. Okay. They tried to prevent them from being able to buy tickets to try to to try to keep the home field advantage a legit home field advantage. Which honestly, I think it's kind of interesting when two teams who are in the like in the same state yeah. and also you know they. Playing a big game and part of it is—it's always kind of cool to see. I always thought it was cool to have, like a fifty-fifty, like you know, like a rivalry in a stadium. The
0: closest like thing we great, have to like that huge is the Michigan-Michigan Michigan State rivalries. But yeah, no, it definitely has a certain. Um, it just adds a different vibe to the atmosphere, and I, you know, I've, I mean, I'm I understand kind of not wanting
1: your home field to be hostile territory. Like my first, but as a as. An outsider looking in,
0: yeah. My uh, initial thought was, base, I think, I think, think that's cool.
1: fucked up. I'll, I cannot wait to see all the TikToks of drunk fans fighting each other. I'm, I'm sure we'll get to see some of that. Well, anyway, their plan to stop outsiders from buying tickets kind of backfired when a Thousand Oaks local named Shane Stern uh, he didn't want the Rams to be able to get away with restricting the tickets, so he posted on Twitter that he would use his Thousand Oaks uh, area code credit card to buy tickets for 49ers fans who hit him up through Venmo. So they would Venmo him, they'd send. They'd say where they wanted to sit, uh, and they'd Venmo him the money, and he would let them know that their tickets are ready. And he did that, I'm not f- sure for how many people, but he said one day he looked at his phone, not expecting people to take his message seriously, then one day he's at the mall with his wife and daughter. and he looks at his phone and he has like hundreds of messages and he answered as many as he could and he ended up buying tickets for a few people before the Rams lifted their ticket buying restrictions. Oh no shit. Which like, that's like a, that's a, that's a guy you want to be friends with. Like that's a homie.
0: Good on him. What's his name? Shane Stern. Shout out to Shane Stern. <laughs>
1: that's always cool I also thought see. it would be cool if he just kept the money and didn't buy people anything. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Just like stops returning he all messages. He could totally
0: do that, and oof, that'd be scary. That's kind of why I'd be skeptical. At my first thought of that ban was, I, at first I was like, wow, what a bunch of assholes. But then I thought about it, mm, you know, it's it's kind of a trend right now. I've seen some franchises do that. I know Tampa Bay Lightning did that for a little bit because when they were playing the Red Wings, they wanted strictly Lightning fans in there, and there's a shit ton of Red Wings fans down in Florida. And oh you yeah. usually fill the stadium in the in Tampa. We're, the Bay. Red Wings
1: like are is uh they we have they have a pretty big national fan base.
0: Absolutely, like
1: a lot of Florida, you know, because they didn't have a team for the longest time. And if I was, the and I'm sure of there's a, team, a lot of people I that move to Florida from Michigan. I guess they get older. That's very know. common. Yeah, that's, that's why there's people, so that's many. That's where Red old Wings fans. people go to die. is Florida.
0: So, I don't know. I, if I owned a team, I I guess I'd probably be incentivized to consider it. You know, I, that that can happen. Some teams have fan bases that travel very well. And especially when the LA Rams are playing the 49ers. You know, maybe it's justifiable. Although, if I was a 49ers fan, that would suck. But you can always tailgate. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I'm glad they lifted the ban. I'm glad they lifted it. I want to see some fucking... I want to see some TikTok videos of them fighting. Yeah. That'd be great.
1: I think it'd be awesome.
0: Although we don't condone that. I
1: We're do. Like, we don't... No, we don't. Fuck we it. do not condone not? violence. Well, lawsuits, man. Right. We don't want to... Hey, you know what? If you're a Rams fan and you go to that game and you see a 49ers fan popping off, tell him I told you to hit him in the mouth. <laughs> I accept any and all responsibility financially this is satire legally no it's not this is all no, satire not. in fact if you got a weapon use it if you have a weapon this is definitely if snuck a weapon into the stadium <laughs> use it or at least threaten to use it
0: that's our public message that's mark's public message
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. that's all we got for the nfl that's the news this week. We're just hanging out watching uh, the men's national soccer team play against uh, El Salvador in the World Cup qualifiers. They're up one zip right now.
1: And trust me, I asked Grundy if there were any other sports on.
0: So the reason why I brought this up at the end of the episode is if you're not interested, then you can leave. That's fine. But uh, I like supporting American athletes, especially in sports But we're not. Known to be good, and in soccer we're fucking we are dwarfed by everybody. We're we haven't been our history just has been uh pretty unimpressive. We're winning right now, though. We're playing against a weaker team, but it's still important. There, so we're playing against El Salvador. We're playing three games in this window for the World World Cup qualifier.
1: Handsome fella,
0: and El Salvador. We're playing El Salvador, Honduras, and Canada. El Salvador and Honduras are weaker teams, but they're still dangerous enough.
1: I noticed a lot of soccer players have really nice hair. And it, like, stays nice throughout the whole game.
0: It's kind of... It's it's part of their like whole... They all got thing.
1: cool haircuts.
0: Yeah. No. It's a trend. So... I'm not too familiar with I this, like the because they
1: make his hands look big and cartoony, like Mickey Mouse gloves. It they looks like those. he's got Mickey Mouse hands. I know they need them, yeah, but they just look like Mickey Mouse hands, like we said, feel free to turn it off if you're not interested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we're just hanging out i have listened to most so of the episodes. The reason which why I'm following this game is because we're analytics. in the World Cup qualifiers. We normally hardly ever qualify for the World Cup. We didn't compete in the last one, and this year we probably have one of our best teams in a long time. Uh, our team is led by Christian Pulisic, who also plays for Chelsea in the Premier League, and I believe he was the first American to ever win a Premier League championship, which is it's important because that kind of made the usa relevant in soccer especially when you have a player in a major league like the premier league or a bundesliga or that's uh, one of my
1: favorite words every because i play f- uh fifa a lot and when, no you, shit. when you pick a league i'm just like was well, like bundesliga it's fucking awesome it sounds like a bad word but it's not that guy's a real bundesliga
0: <laughs> you're a real bundesliga <laughs> you know what, man? right now
1: I'm tired of your Bundesliga ass. It does. It's a fun word. Get that Bundesliga out of here now.
0: Christian Pulisic, uh, he's basically the first player to really make us relevant on the global scale. And you I'll can I of tell in the marketing, too, with the Major League Soccer. That's the, Americans, the American version of soccer. That's our league, the MLS. You can tell that soccer is growing because more teams are being added every year. Like every, there's been that league I think is growing. They were
1: talking about putting a MLS team in Grand Rapids, but I, I think know. it kind of fell through. That well, would be cool. That would get me into it.
0: Even if they got a, they had a team in Detroit, I would get into it because it's pretty cool. They have a lot of teams. They're growing, but they just add like a even fucking Nashville has a team and. It, I was. I noticed Detroit that, has a team, don't they? No, they don't have an MLS team. You sure? No, yeah, I'm positive. Ohio has two. They have Cincinnati Columbus and Columbus. And,
1: uh, I like the Columbus cruise colors. Yeah, they're dope.
0: Toronto is also closest to us. They have one. Chicago, Minnesota. Chicago Minnesota is a player, little bit right? newer. Yeah,
1: they're a bit. I only older. know these names because of FIFA. You no. Know?
0: Not that like, uh, Chicago and Toronto are not newer teams. Isn't it, the New, York, isn't it teams. the New
1: York Red Bulls? Yeah. That's stupid.
0: Red Bull's a big sponsor. They own a lot of teams. There's a German team yeah, that's I called know, the Red Bulls, too. You can
1: still be a sponsor. You don't have to name your team after them. Just like when a stadium is named after something dumb, like Smoothie King Arena, or even our Little Caesars Arena, Pizza Pizza. Yeah, you know, at first I liked it, the arena. Then I was built, like, I don't know. The arena built on $5 pizza pizzas. That's why New York has two and teams. Crazy Bread. They have good pizza at Little Caesars. New York has so. two teams for every sport.
0: I know, and it's I think a lot of people like it. because the there's New 10 York. million
1: people that live there, and they have unlimited funds.
0: I think they'd... I'm not sure how popular the Red Bull team is. I feel like the other New York team, New York FC, they'd be more popular.
1: New York New York Football Club. I like that they call themselves clubs.
0: The MLS is growing, though. They're gaining more attraction. Uh, Texas has, like, Ooh, what's, three teams. What's your
1: favorite... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't really Premier, have a Premier right. League.
0: I, You know my favorite Premier League team? I like Leicester City.
1: Leicester City?
0: Leicester. Leicester, Leicester City? Leicester City? Mm. To the Foxes. I like them. What's mine? So, I I like soccer. I find all of it interesting. I've also found that a comparison or a similarity between soccer and baseball is that... um. The managers have a very similar task because they're in charge of, uh, p- like, picking the lineup and the substitutions. And it's more important in these sports because there's more players to choose from. Unlike, you know, like in the NFL, you're not going to choose. You don't have to decide what quarterback you're going to have to play or, like, what running. But like, usually it's just, like, if they can play, they're probably going to play. Yeah, you know, you can change the strategy, but in soccer and in baseball, you got to. Pick the order. Pick who like who's pitching, who's not pitching. In soccer, it's kind of like you have to choose between strikers and defensemen and goalies. And one thing I love about soccer, no fucking commercials. Like, say what you want about it. At least there's no commercials every 15 minutes. You get to watch the because whole thing. Because they know
1: nobody's watching.
0: Well, no, it's just the way the game's played. In fact, that's why a lot of soccer fans, European soccer fans, don't like football, American football. Because they think it's... Too slow. They think they take too many breaks. They're used to c- continuous play. That's also why I like F one. If you want to get, if you want another sport that has no, commercial no commercials, in F1. not a single commercial break. You can't. It's continuous. It doesn't. It doesn't stop till the race is Isn't over. Isn't that
1: the same thing with NASCAR?
0: Yeah, NASCAR. They do like five hundred laps. <laughs> It's insane, though. That's why there's so many sponsors everywhere.
1: I can't really watch it. I've that, never tried, but...
0: The then again, I used to never be able NASCAR to watch NASCAR golf. I, just, I, I haven't gotten into it. watching NASCAR yet, but I love F1, and that's definitely going to be a topic I'm going to report on in the, when football is over. I can't fucking wait for next year's F1 season, dude. It's going to be the best season in F1 history because all the teams are going to be equal And finances not one not one team is going to have an advantage in financing which is so it's like a salary cap sort of yeah so Mercedes now is that only
1: money is that like uh, money limit on what they can spend on their cars or also their staff
0: I believe oh that's a tough one Um, because I think really one thing that matters
1: I think I think like you should be able to pay your staff nope. however much you want, just because of like different skill set and nope. stuff. No, I but. think
0: it's I think it's both because Mercedes they wanted to they wanted to limit Mercedes. I think they should in their advantage because Mercedes would have like ten times the employees as, for example, Haas. They have like a small team like Haas F one or Williams. They just got they a, have like ten times as many employees. Got They're a Haas huge. coffee
1: mug here sent. Yeah, I know. Sent straight from the team because they like our podcast so much. Shout-out Haas. Thanks for Shout listening. Shout-out Haas. Uh, that That's the team I'm
0: kind of excited for, too. I am I root for them because they're the American team, but they also have Mick Schumacher on there, and he is the son of Michael Schumacher, and I'd love to see it if he was successful. What did successful. Michael Schumacher do? Michael Schumacher held the record for the most F1 championships until it was broken by Lewis Hamilton last year. Michael Schumacher won seven F1 titles, five of which was with Ferrari.
1: Have you ever seen Lewis Hamilton's hair when he first started racing? Yeah. Versus now. How he was like almost bald and now he's got beautiful beautiful braids. Yeah, Why man, doesn't Jeff Bezos do that?
0: You think he likes being bald? It's Probably. Kind of Probably.
1: Dude, he's... He rocks it. He like left his wife and went into like super mode. He's all like jacked up now.
0: And I like it. Yeah. At least he's... I mean... He's sending rockets into space. I guess it could be worse, you know. Not only
1: that, but penis rockets.
0: Yeah. I mean, what if he was like, "Hey, our engineers said that this was the most effective way to get into space." You know,
1: a penis rocket.
0: What if it's just aerodynamic? Like, it's I don't know. I don't know anything about rocket science. Maybe he did that on purpose. We prefer
1: to call it a mushroom rocket, but yeah. our design was designed off of a mushroom.
0: I always I wish that Jeff Bezos would start an F one team. Or uh, Elon Musk more so with te- if Tesla just starting a uh,
1: He should have a Elon Musk should have a cologne called Elon's Musk. <laughs> <laughs> or even
0: Elon Musk.
1: Elon's Musk.
0: Just sounds like just smells
1: like rocket fuel. Do you want to smell like Elon?
0: You wanna wrap it up on that note?
1: I think we should
0: that's going to do it for our show today and we hope you have a great weekend
1: thanks for tuning in i had fun today
0: i did too we will see you monday thanks for tuning in see ya goodbye